0: hi this is chris
1: and this is Elmy.
0: and we know something about astrology i'm a sagittarius Elmy is a scorpio today is sunday october 8th and this is for october 8th through october 14th october is a very busy month astrologically you will hear astrologers talking about this there is a lot of activity this month we have mars changing signs venus changing signs Lilith changing signs Mercury changing signs twice mm. Pluto stationing direct we have two eclipses one solar eclipse one lunar eclipse and we have five full moons
1: Ooh, all in October yeah. that is a lot
0: technically just one full moon in October but you know why did you say five I have no idea I'm just trying to lighten the mood it's uh <laughs> it's a tough time in the world as we know there's a lot of uh, I'm just trying to find some levity where I can.
1: Oh, don't be mis- like, directing people. I totally thought, now that I think about it, it doesn't make sense that there would be five full moons. Yeah, I
0: just had to think about it a but little bit. But when you said
1: it, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, five full moons. Why, Why not? not? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. It's October. Five full moons. and more than... Yeah, one full moon this month, but okay. a lot of other stuff. Today, today is Sunday, October 8th, and Mars is squaring Pluto. Both of these planets are known for bringing intensity to things, and now they're bringing intensity to each other. It can feel like there's lots of urgency in the air, and depending on where you live in the world, there is a lot of urgency right now. Mm -hmm. Mars squaring Pluto can indicate power struggles, a need to win, a need to dominate, a need to control. Both planets have a connection to the sign of Scorpio. Pluto is Scorpio's ruling planet, but Mars used to be considered Scorpio's ruling planet before Pluto was discovered in 1930. This Mars-Pluto square happens about once a year, and a square is when two planets are forming a 90-degree angle. It's considered to be a point of friction. The last time we had a Mars-Pluto square was July 1st, 2022, And the next time it will happen will be June 11th, 2024. It's not a particularly, you know, there's not a lot of real pleasantness to be found with it, but it can provide us with endurance, potentially, you know, the ability to dig deep and gut it out, so to speak, but overall, it's gonna bring some tension to the mix. Certain things might be coming to a head and there could be some real simmering anger out there that either you're experiencing yourself or you're picking up on from other people. And, you know, unfortunately, this is an aspect that can push things over the edge if something is at a boiling point. Now, the Mars-Pluto square will be exact at 6.05 p.m. Pacific Time tonight, Sunday, October 8th. And then at 6.11 p.m. Pacific Time, that's just six minutes later, Venus will enter Virgo. Now, people can be a little bit edgy the day Venus changes signs, and it's changing signs at almost the exact same time as this powerful square Mm, great yeah right the timing is just impeccable the good news as far as venus is concerned is that it's finally out of its post retrograde shadow and it's finally leaving leo and nothing against venus and leo at all venus and leo is great but venus has been in leo for so darn long it's been in leo since June 5th and Venus staying in any sign for four months, you know, at some point we could all use a breath of fresh air. So Venus is entering Virgo, which is technically the sign of its fall. Venus behaves a little bit differently when it's in Virgo, you know, it can be a bit more inhibited, it can be less accepting of people's flaws or shortcomings, it's more difficult for Venus to loosen up and give that free-flowing love it usually brings to the table, but at the same time, the positive aspects Virgo is known for, like hard work, intelligence, consistency, organizing and planning tax advice all that stuff will be very attractive and venus will remain in virgo until november 9th so we'll be working with venus in virgo for about a month and then on november 9th venus will move into its home sign of libra This upcoming week is looking to be very Scorpio, very Plutonian, lots of Mars energy as well. There's some real pressure cooker energy in the air. So I would recommend or suggest try to be aware of that this week. Try not to get carried away by it and try not to overreact. Uh, Quick look at Monday and then we'll transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. But first on Monday, October 9th, the moon will be in Leo all day and venus will be opposing saturn that's a tricky transit uh, that could bring up feelings of isolation feeling you know alone i would recommend to try not to be too hard on yourself and don't be too hard on your partner or your friends or family whoever in your circle be wary of that, or be aware of that, I should say. And don't should all over yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with Saturn in the mix, we're always saying to ourselves, I should be doing this, I should mm. be doing that. So try not to get caught up in that. Try not to get caught up in your ego, which might be a little tricky since the moon will be in Leo on Monday. And as a result, all of us will be in our egos a little bit more than we normally are. Mm. We might be taking things a little bit more to heart than we usually do. Oh, no! But uh, the Venus-Saturn opposition, you know, it's not cuddly energy you know it can be It can be good for getting down to business having a serious conversation it can be good for removing the emotion from things but venus has a need to feel you know venus wants to feel saturn is a lead planet it does not work with emotions so it's a tough opposition and i'd say error on the side of giving someone a hug as opposed to trying to prove your point you know mm, okay because we'll still be feeling this Mars Pluto square very much on Monday as well so with diplomatic Venus at odds with Sirius Saturn cuddles are just going to be hard to come by mm-hmm. so so bring the cuddles on Monday if you can so uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show Almy is a Scorpio and she's been a Scorpio her entire life and every week I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. It's called the Ask Scorpio segment of our show. Elmi, thank you for being with us uh, today, as always.
1: Oh, sure.
0: And, you know, because Mars is forming the square with Pluto, I thought we'd play a little trivia game today. Oh. And this trivia game, I would like you to try to guess the names of these famous people who were born when Mars was squaring Pluto
1: oh let's do it
0: yeah so what all these people have in common is that they have a Mars Pluto square in their birth chart Mm. now this first person since it's Halloween season or spooky season he is known for playing the character Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street in the Nightmare on Elm Street series can you name this actor
1: is it Robert England?
0: Yes, Robert England, yeah, yeah. best known for playing Freddy Krueger, was born when Mars and Pluto were squaring one another. Neat. Yeah. Now, this rapper and recording artist, he actually shares a birthday with you, Almy.
1: Drake.
0: Yep, Drake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, you can keep going. I was gonna say he's from Canada, and he's known for the song "Hotline Bling," among many others. Yeah. But Drake, and Drake recently announced he's gonna be taking a little break from everything I guess well entertainment wise
1: yes he's citing health issues Mm. so we'll see what happens there with Drake Uh, he's he can afford to I mean oh for sure he's He's got the money but he's got the money he's got the fame he's got the notoriety he loves making music though and he loves producing and he loves staying busy so we'll see how long he can refrain but yeah Drake fellow Scorpio fellow October 24 Scorpio yeah
0: yeah October 24 Scorpios and wishing Drake the best this next person is not Travis Kelsey, but he has dated Taylor Swift, and he's known for such films as Donnie Darko and Nightcrawler. Can you name this actor?
1: Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Jake Gyllenhaal. I,
1: I could name him all too well.
0: Okay. Good.
1: Oh, come on. You know this reference. Oh, that's a reference. Sorry. It's the 10-minute song about Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, that one. Okay. I know you know this song.
0: What's it from? What it was? I'm not, I don't It's called All
1: Too Well. She re-released a 10-minute version oh, of Oh, Taylor song.
0: Swift made yes. a song about Jake Hall Okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm aware of that.
1: Babe. I thought you
0: were quoting a movie maybe. Okay.
1: but, but yeah, You've heard this song. Yes. I, we played it on Road Trips to Palm Springs. Yep. I was like, this is the one about Jake. All right, whatever.
0: I love it's that okay. song. No, it's, it's fine. A, it's, it's a great fine. song.
1: It's fine. Swifties are just, we we get a little intense. I get it. It's
0: okay that Mars Pluto square
1: a Scorpio Swifty that's a lot so props to you (laughs) all
0: right this next person is a rapper she's a singer-songwriter she and Drake actually go way back she's collaborated with everyone over the years including Ice Spice on the song Barbie World and she's known for just many songs including Anaconda
1: oh yeah that's Nicki Minaj
0: Nicki Minaj and I knew
1: that right away
0: yeah when I said she's a rapper you're like Nicki Minaj
1: (laughs) yes no it's a reference to last week's episode. Where I was making fun of you for choosing Usher songs that I didn't. Oh yeah,
0: Usher uh, hosting or uh, performing yes. at the Super Bowl. And then yeah. I realized the in.
1: Usher songs that I associate with Usher are like from the '90s, and mm. that's when I thought like, oh, I guess I'm getting older because probably most of the songs people associate with Usher now are not from the '90s.
0: Maybe not. Probably so not. So right? it's
1: it's interesting to see as you get older how your pop culture references change.
0: Yeah. And I got older long, long ago, so I'm just happy to be here. Oh, yeah,
1: you're, like, way older than me. You're, like, 30 years older than I am.
0: Every day is a gift. That's where I'm at. (laughs) This last person. I mean, there are many people born with Mars, Pluto square but with that for our purposes, this is the last person on our list. I'd say she's just a Hall of Fame human being in general. She's known for having a talk show named after herself. She's maybe the best talk show host ever. She's from Chicago. And one time Tom Cruise jumped up and down on a couch while she was interviewing him. Can you name this woman?
1: Oh, well, that's obviously Kelly Clarkson.
0: Kelly Clarkson, yeah,
1: correctly. no J.K.
0: It's Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, that's right. She was born with a oh, Mars Pluto square. So
1: interesting.
0: Everyone on that list is uh, going to be feeling this Mars Pluto square this week, for to some extent. Okay. Including us. But anyway, uh, Almy, thank yes. you as always for sharing and for participating in the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show.
1: Oh, absolutely. The pleasure's all mine.
0: Yeah, and congr- uh, congratulations on getting all those answers correct.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you so much. All right, let's see where we left off here. We're looking at Tuesday, October tenth. Now Tuesday is going to bring even more Plutonian energy no, with it. You don't it. say. <laughs> I do How say unusual. because Pluto will be turning direct. Uh, now Pluto has been retrograde since May first. Pluto is retrograde for about half the year, and with the outer planets like Pluto, we don't feel their retrograde periods. On a day to day basis, but the days around the time the retrograde period either begins or ends, we can feel their influence more strongly. And Pluto stationing direct can further stir up those Plutonian theme- themes I mentioned earlier with the Mars Pluto square. So themes around power struggles, death and rebirth, themes around control, themes around the darker side of life. Pluto can give us a bit of a doomsday view on things, so we want to keep some optimism in the mix, if by chance our minds are wanting to take us on a tour Of the underworld Mm. and the moon will be in Virgo on Tuesday the Virgo moon will want to work with clean concise information it will want to arrange things and organize things and help us to keep perspective but the Virgo moon is also going to form a conjunction with black moon Lilith and it's going going to oppose Saturn so the moon in the first part of the day is going to be a bit serious and our emotions and our feelings will most likely have a serious tone as well Mm. but the moon will also form a conjunction with Venus, which will hopefully bring some light- lightness to the table as well. Wednesday, October 11th, Mars will enter Scorpio around 9 p.m. that evening on, on the West Coast. It'll enter Scorpio on October 12th for most of the world. But Wednesday is another potentially chippy day. Um, what is it?
1: Chippy day? <laughs> chippy
0: day, edgy day. People a little terse, oh. people acting a little clipped, people being impatient.
1: Is chippy an actual word?
0: Maybe it's a Midwest thing. I don't know. I kind of Wait, feel like really?
1: Do you guys say that in Minnesota? Chippy. Well, maybe someone like oh, you know, I, you know, I don't know that that person's being it, very chippy today.
0: Chippy, yeah, it could be very Minnesota. Now that I think about it, but I think about when I'm watching sports. Sometimes the announcers will say the play out there is getting a little chippy, especially really? in hockey, where you just have a lot of chippy well, that's stuff.
1: Because that's that Minnesotan thing again, right? Yeah. Okay, all right, chippy. So, I learned a new word today. Wednesday will
0: be a very midwestern day, <laughs> and potentially chippy. Um, it'll be the, the Mars will be at 29 degrees Libra all day on Wednesday, and when Mars is at the 29th degree, that is the critical degree, and um, yeah, things can get a little little edgy or chippy,
1: chippy. if you will.
0: Um, Mars entering Scorpio, of course, is going to bring an extra layer to things. Mars in Scorpio is a much deeper dive than Mars in Libra. Mars has been in its detriment while it's been in Libra since August 27th. And maybe we've been on the fence about something while Mars has been in Libra. Maybe we've had trouble making our mind up about something. And with Mars shifting into Scorpio, all of a sudden, we might find ourselves having much more conviction about things. Of course, we need to watch out for overdoing it. We need to watch out for flying off the handle because Mars in Scorpio certainly plays for keeps. Mm. Mars enters Scorpio at 9 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. And it will remain in the sign of Scorpio until November 24th Mm. and while Mars has been in Libra Libra is the sign of Mars's detriment you know Mars doesn't perform as well while it's in Libra so with Mars entering Scorpio which used to be considered its home sign We might get a new burst of energy, new feelings of empowerment. If we've been feeling tired, lackadaisical, fuzzy, unfocused in recent weeks, Drake, I'm talking to you, Mars entering Scorpio, it could actually help you with that. Mars in Scorpio is great for people who have Mars in Scorpio, or if you have Mars in a water sign, if you have Mars in Cancer, Pisces, you could get a boost from this as well. Again, the first couple days Mars is in Scorpio, so that would be October 11th and October 12th. Try not to overdo it if you are feeling especially fired up because Mars at zero degrees Scorpio can be especially cutting and downright scathing if it wants to be.
1: Are you saying it can be chippy? I'm saying it could
0: be chippy. It could also be very chippy. So watch out for that shippiness. Thursday, October twelfth, we will continue to be working with Mars's shift into Scorpio. And Mars and Scorpio could have a lot to say. So the moon will be in Virgo for most of the day on Thursday, keeping us on track, focused, being responsible, most likely working or tending to some sort of task and after a void period of about four hours the moon will enter libra around 5:30 p.m pacific time on thursday and the moon is going to have a bit of an up and down day so our collective mood on thursday our emotions could be a bit up and down as well mm. again try not to overreact this week i'd say this upcoming week is potentially a great exercise in patience. No, I
1: hate those.
0: I know if you don't like being patient,
1: <laughs> this is not
0: the week for you. Mercury will form a quincunx with Jupiter on Thursday. That's not a particularly big deal, but it can throw off our communications a bit. You know, maybe someone's not giving you the whole truth about something, or maybe someone is ex- exaggerating a story or embellishing something. So be careful with your words on Thursday. Know that it might be a cloudy day for communications, especially with the. Moon opposing Neptune on Thursday as well. You know, don't try to force the issue with getting answers on Thursday. Friday, October thirteenth. Happy Friday the
1: thirteenth.
0: Yeah, Friday the thirteenth in October during spooky season. Yes. Happy Friday the thirteenth. Mars will trine Saturn. That's actually not a spooky aspect. Uh, Mars forming a trine with Saturn. That means that Mars and Saturn are working well together. They will mm. be one hundred and twenty degrees apart. That's called a trine. And it's a harmonious aspect.
1: I believe this is also the day that Taylor Swift's tour movie gets into theaters.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that. So, and she's kind of doing a new thing where she bypassed the studios and went straight to the theaters, and is getting a cut of the profits that she's sharing with the theaters, which I think is kind of a cool thing. And during these times where everything seems to be very much up in the air with mm-hmm. how we distribute things now and how we make money, then I don't know.
1: So, streaming. it seems like you know this story all too well.
0: I came across it, I think yesterday or the oh, day God. before. Did you not
1: pick up on the reference I just? Oh did.
0: no, I did not. Did, was it that song again, <laughs> yes. the Jake Gyllenhaal song? Yes. This ten minutes.
1: All too well. All
0: too well. Sorry, okay. I, I I will. Um...
1: Well, let's get back to that harmonious aspect we're talking about. Yeah,
0: let's talk about trines because that's something I know all too well. Mars <laughs> trines Saturn about once a year. This is happening on Friday now, and this year, 2023, we've actually had two of these trines. Mars also formed a trine with Saturn back on March 30th earlier this year. So with Mars and Saturn working well together like this, Saturn could bring some focus to Mars's hot energy. It can bring some discipline as well as endurance. This aspect can be great for tackling difficult projects. It can give you a little extra oomph and it can bring some diplomacy to mars's usual warrior approach to life the saturn influence can bring some patience to things but that's about it for friday of course with the potentially uproarious start to this to this week hopefully things will in fact be quieter on friday i think we will all need a break by then. Mm. And the break won't last too long because Saturday, October 14th, we have a new moon in the sign of Libra. And there is also a solar eclipse that Ooh. day, which can bring an extra charge to this new moon. And because the new moon is in the sign of Libra, you can look for new relationships forming in your life. Mm,
1: like what kind of relationships? Oh, I, uh, are you getting to that? They I'm might, sorry.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I just say in general, keep an eye on people who are entering your life this month okay. because they might end up being people you end up working with in the long term mm. and to answer your question Elmy, the relationships I mean these could be new partnerships forming this month you know they don't have to just be of the romantic nature either but they could be they could be it could be romantic you could also have new business partnerships mm. new financial partnerships in new book club, Hmm. a new Scrabble club, I don't know, but just new groups of people coming into your life. And the eclipse and new moon will be exact at 10.55 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday, October 14th. Eclipses have a tendency to speed things up, Uh, you know, whether that's a person or Or a situation that quickly enters your life or a person quickly leaves your life or a Mm. a situation that just sort of abruptly reaches its end. And because the moon is forming a quincunx with Uranus around the time of this eclipse, that also adds a little extra upheaval to the eclipse. Uranus is referred to as the Great Awakener and it can really shake things up in our lives. And eclipses, I would say, can already act like astrological earthquakes. So next Saturday could be a bit bumpy, but it also has the potential to be exciting. Mm. Lots of new energy coming in, new perspectives, new people involved. Mercury will also be opposing Chiron that day, so we could be feeling vulnerable. We might feel the need to articulate things if we feel that we've been wronged. We might really feel revved up to let people know that they've done us wrong. So try to stay as balanced as you can next Saturday. We will still be in Libra season. Libra loves balance. Mm -hmm. Libra loves diplomacy. So be open to that and be open to change. And the eclipse on October 14th will set up a two-week period where we will be in between eclipses. So a new story could start for you on October 14th. And because it's a new moon that day there's an excellent chance a new story or two will begin and that new story or new seed or new adventure could continue to build and grow through October 28th when we have another eclipse Mm. the eclipse on the 28th will be a lunar eclipse and the planet Jupiter will be heavily involved with that eclipse so that eclipse has a lot of potential for over-the-top excess, sky's the limit, go to Vegas and let it all ride kind of wackiness. The word unbridled comes to mind when I look at the eclipse on the 28th anyway that second eclipse on october 28th that's still a few weeks from now for this week ahead of us i'd say we've already got plenty on our plate and if this upcoming week proves to be a bit intense for you or maybe especially intense make a note in the back of your mind that the lunar eclipse on october 28th has the makings for some off the charts positivity and growth and expansion and just keep in mind that we have that coming Otherwise, my best advice this week is to stay grounded, maintain your humor. There could be a shortage of humor out there this week, so try yeah. to bring it if you can. Could be a little chippy. Treat <laughs> treat yourself to something. You know, treat yourself to several things, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not just one thing. Maybe several things a day. I don't know. But self care is going to be very important this week. And, you know, this is a random thought, but just remember that our minds are filled with many, many junk thoughts throughout the day. And do your best to refrain from energizing the negative thoughts. Mm. And then after this week, you know, it can be as negative as you want. But for this week, at least, try to be especially conscious of that, I would suggest. So, Anyway, thank you as always for listening. We're wishing you the best out there. We love you. And I think Elmi going to take us out with a couple deep breaths.
1: Let's take three deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. So first, as always, get yourself settled in a comfortable position. And let's also just release that tension we're holding onto in our bodies, like in our forehead. Release that tension in your forehead, in between your eyes. And travel down to your jaw and unclench your jaw and relax those shoulders. If you would like to close your eyes while we take these deep breaths, you may close them now. Let's take that first slow deep breath in, and out. In, out. last one in and out thank you so much for joining us today or whenever you're listening to this podcast thank you thank you for your support and if you would like to follow us on social media we are on instagram at something about astrology And we are on TikTok at somethingaboutastrology underscore. We hope you have a great weekend, whatever's left of it, and a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.